You think you know which whiskeys you like? You think you haven't been influenced? Well, we got a little experiment going. So why don't you stick around, see how it turns out. I still call it bulls <laughs> So no doubt you can see that a melee has taken place. And what I've done here is I've tricked my friends. So I invited my friends, Bobby Massey, A.A. Ron, also known as Aaron Patterson, and Angela, the whiskey connoisseur Tate, over to the house. And what I told them was, is that they were going to be tasting these whiskeys and evaluating whether or not they preferred the younger age or the older age. So we actually did that podcast in a double blind. And somebody asked me, do you think that people are influenced in the way they perceive bourbon by what they hear online? And I thought, absolutely. And they said, can you do a podcast that shows that? And I thought, how in the hell would I do that? And when I was writing the episode for the double blind to test whether or not people like higher age statement whiskeys, I thought, what if I did this very same thing again? Only this time, the tasters were told everything about the whiskey and I really went extra far to embellish how awesome the more expensive, higher age stated whiskey was. And I gotta be honest, the results were exactly what I thought they were. Although, when I did the reveal, not all of the tasters were super excited about it. <laughs> With some side-by-sides, before you, you have four separate flights. Your objective, should you choose to accept it, is to rate each two glass pair against one another, okay? I figured it'd probably be better if we did them one at a time. So we're gonna start on your far left. These two bottles, which is Elijah Craig, regular 94 proof, against the Elijah Craig 18 year. Okay, and so go ahead, start nosing your glasses. When you get done, I want you to push one glass further forward than the other. That's going to be your winner. As you're determining which one you like more, I want you to give me a score on a 100-point score. Okay, now typically in whiskey, a 70 would be something that you would choose not to drink. Anybody have any questions? No. All right, well, while you guys are tasting these, I'm going to give you some information. I'm on the 18, it's so smooth. So smooth, okay. <laughs> no, no, not the try. Use that word. You said it. You said it. You said it, but it's it so good. Leave it in. That creamy, that creamy flavor. I feel like there's something very earthy about both of them it's, too that just mm -hmm. kind of reminds I don't know like let me let me go back to this one leathery or something well just grass okay you preferred the 18 year yes if you were going to give it a hundred point score what would you give it 93 I'd put it like right out of 70 I don't think it's terrible I don't think I'd go out of my way to add it to my my library at home Aaron you preferred the um, the regular Elijah Craig. What score uh, would you give it? 90. 90, and what, what would you give the 18-year? Uh, Probably give it an 80. Probably about a 70. 
okay. on, the, on this glass, and then I'll bump this up slightly to a 73, 4. Let's bump it down to like an 80. Okay, and what would you score the 18? Um, I'll give it the 82. Because it's just a hair, just a a hair, hair better, better for me. Okay, for number two, we have E. H. Taylor Barrel Proof and George T. Stagg. And on this one, I get a like an orange zest kind of component. You guys getting any orange zest on that one? Yeah, actually, I got. I've got I got Luxardo the cherry flavor on some of them Mm -hmm. um, from a sweeter fruit, but. Okay, so n- no one got orange zest on Not that? a ton of no. zest, no. Okay. All right, so you push the... Uh, the stag out just a hair bit further. Okay, all right. So stag, and what what score did you give it? I'm giving it a 98. Barrel proof, will have to give it a 96. I'll do a good 97 on the stag. That was really good. Okay. Was really good. Uh, but I'm going to give a 95 to the barrel proof. I was actually really impressed with that. 85 on the left and probably uh, 87, 88 on the right. Uh, I would say that it's right at an 80 and this one is more of like a 76. Hey Bourbon Real Talk, Randy Sullivan here with some very exciting news. We have new merch just in for all of your whiskey aficionado needs. We have Glenn Travel Cases. Now these were custom designed Uh, Lindsay had to work this out with the manufacturer to get them just the right size. There are two different sizes. You can buy them empty without the glasses in them. They're $28 a piece. Or you can buy them with Bourbon Real Talk Official full-size Glens. But there's more. We also have the Wee Glen size. And these are perfect for when you're going to a bottle share or you're traveling, you want to throw something in your suitcase. So that's very exciting. So with the Glens, they're going to be 48. Without the Glens, they're going to be 28 because I know a lot of you already have glasses. And do not worry, the standard Glencairn size glasses fit in both the full size and the Wii. In addition to that, we have finally gotten in our Glen toppers. So if you've ever been to a bottle share and you are walking around and talking with people, especially if you've purchased one of our lanyards, you're gonna want one of these bad boys. It's got a little rubber gasket on it. If you are setting up for a tasting and people are going to be coming over later, this is very convenient to keep things out of the whiskey so that you can pre-pour, but it also keeps you from spilling in public. So go check that out as well. And for those of you who do not like to drink your whiskey neat, you like to drink out of a rocks glass, we now have Bourbon Real Talk Official etched rocks glasses for you, available on the website. Next up, we have a Wild Turkey Showdown. The one on your left is Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit. It is 101 proof. Your glass on your right is is Wild Turkey Master's Keep, bottled in bond, 17 year. for the win, and I'm gonna say a 90, 96. Kentucky Spirit. I'm gonna go with a 91. That the Masters Keep, I'd, I'd give like an 87. Okay. And the Spirit, like an 85. So it was really close for you. Okay, how about you? I'm gonna say... You're, you're on the left. How'd you rate that one? Correct. That one's gonna be an 85 for me. 85, and then the one... And then this one is, is probably gonna be... I go 79. 79. I okay. think it's slightly, uh, not not my bag of tricks. 
Next up, we've got the Knob Creek Showdown. It doesn't matter what it is, just so long as you... I'm telling you, I'm dead. Am I allowed to just kind of like yeah. do this? Y'all are all dead even? <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, well, at least give me your scores. <laughs> 88. 88. Both of them. 88, both. No, I, I'm, I'm going to say 95. 95 for both? Yeah. So, you guys thought that you were rating whiskey based on age, when in fact... Did you lie to us this whole time? You were the control group in an experiment to see whether or not I could influence your decisions. <laughs> and without fail... You were all influenced significantly. That's terrible! Oh, no, actually, no, I disagree because I went on what I genuinely like better, regardless of what you tell me. No, 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 listen to this. Did you swap every one of them? No, 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 listen, listen. Okay. I heard about it. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. All of these same whiskeys were giving to another group earlier in the day double blind okay uh -huh. so their opinions and ratings were not influenced by price brand expectation secondary value or anything else it was solely based on flavor i swear i did that now you guys i purposely gave you information to try to influence what you would pick mm -hmm. and with the exception of making the knob creek nine a tie which, honestly, when the first person said it was a tie, and then the other two people said that it was a tie... Sorry. You kind of proved the point. No, I didn't hear anyone say it was a tie. You kind of proved the point that the power of, of subliminal message is definitely a thing with whiskey. So No, in, I argued with Aaron. Okay, no, listen. No, it absolutely... In the double blinds for the Elijah Craig and the Elijah Craig 18... The highest score was an 82. In the non-blind, the highest score was a 93. In the double blind, Elijah Craig regular small batch won. In the non-blind, the Elijah Craig 18 year won. For the E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof and GTS, you guys' average score for the two of them was 96 points. <laughs> In the double blinds, the lowest score was 76. Oh, wow. I feel like that's wow. I'm to say that. Colby, you kill me. Like <laughs> baloney. That's oh, baloney. Right. Actually, just because you, you had like baloney. Mr. Connoisseur yeah. of taste. So, okay. <laughs> so, so listen, listen, Colby. listen. So in the double blind GTS barely won in the, the non-blind it was you non and unanimous you all picked the expensive whiskey yeah. i'm not saying that your results are not your opinion i'm not saying that what i'm saying is We're it's fingers. remarkable that it was unanimous when it wasn't when it was double blind and it's remarkable that your average score was 96 and then the double blind, the lowest score was 76. I'll give you that. That is remarkable. That's in, awesome. the, in the Wild Turkey uh, Showdown, um, you guys had a score range between 96 and 80. In the double blind, the score range was 85 to 72. 
You guys unanimously picked the expensive whiskey. In the double blind, it was two to one with the less expensive whiskey winning. In the Knob Creek, I'm so glad it turned out this we, way. We, we succeeded. Because, um, <laughs> because this was his goal. We succeeded for him. In the, the Knob Creek showdown, they did pick the Knob Creek 15, uh, two to one. Um, What's remarkable? The uh, other group. The other group. The double blind group okay. picked Wait, it two to pick? one. Okay. The fifteen. Okay. What's remarkable is um, one that once one person said they were a tie, the other two people said that it was a tie. Was that in the first group, right? No, no that was our group. <laughs> I could, I could, I couldn't decipher that one. Also, I, what's okay. what's remarkable is that the lowest score when it was non-blind was eighty-eight. The lowest score when it was double blind was 71. That's staggering. Wow. What you also do not know is that I was giving true and fake tasting notes <laughs> during. Oh, you pushed the orange. You, you, you pushed the orange. Zest. Zest. You, you definitely you pushed that, that orange. Zest I want to say sure. that the tasting orange note of grass was when, legitimate. Hold on. Wherever. No, no, no. That's, that's I know fair. we ate grass. That's fair. <laughs> I will also state that nine out of 12 times that I gave someone a fake tasting note, they agreed with it. And on this one, I get a, like an orange zest kind of component. Mm -hmm. You guys getting any orange zest on that one? Yeah, actually. These are definitely Florida grown oranges, though. What, yeah, they're Florida <laughs> oranges. Maybe the small ones, the cuties, not like the, the full size like the ones. Mandarin yeah, oranges. The ones that you can buy in the whole or bag. The, the clementines. Yeah. Clementines, there it is. Clementines, there you go. I get more of like a wood. Uh, I, I taste the. Well, right. Obviously, it's 15 I, I get years the, old, so there's some. Oh, right. I'm saying, what's the underlying fruit? No, I. I I get it citrus. I get the citrus. Right. I would I was, like to be invited back for a redemption. I, I'm not going to lie. The, <laughs> the fact that the bottles were in front of me, I was like, I wish they weren't in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. I, I was disappointed. Really I was really Randall, I wanted to be in the double blind very bad, but mm-hmm. I will also say that of all of these, of all of these, the mm-hmm. only ones that I want to go home and purchase is this pair. Amen. Thank you, friends. And that was the heart. That was the heart. I was like, and and I, and I, I'm, I'm not I even going to say like, is, is the wild turkey. The wild, really wild turkeys good. were good. It's, it's good. remarkable that y'all said that. I made it a point. And the reason why it's remarkable <laughs> is because based on score from the double blinds, the highest score average were the Knob Creeks. No, no, sir. There's no sorry. way. No, I can tell you. I've done sure plenty of double blinds. No. And there is <laughs> no <laughs> denying that Knob Creek kicks the sh- out of all the allocated whiskeys every time. No, no, no.
was interesting. Uh, high passion there. So basically, follow-up results in the double-blind scores much lower, much more likely to pick the lower age-stated product. In the non-double-blind, in all instances, they either called it a tie or they picked the more expensive product. Scores were much higher for the more expensive products. And that's kind of exactly what I expected. Now, what I find super interesting is in both test subjects, I was giving fake notes. I gave some real tasting notes and I gave some fake tasting notes. I didn't want anybody to get, you know, thrown off. And if you pay attention, I gave the real tasting notes for one whiskey to group one, and then I swapped it and gave the fake tasting notes for that same group next time. And nine out of 12 times when I suggested a fake tasting note, the tasters said that they found it in the whiskey. So what can we conclude from this? Well, you need to stop listening to me <laughs> and people like me because you can be influenced. And at the end of the day, aren't we just trying to drink some good tasting whiskey, right? Now I'm not gonna stop doing reviews because some people find them helpful and all of that stuff. But I will tell you that what this shows is that you can go out and you can have an amazing drinking experience by finding a shelf available product and not spending a ton of money. And you can make that experience better by drinking it with friends. Because by the end of this recording, we were all roaring laughing and I was snorting. And that's what it's all about. So if this is your first time watching Bourbon Real Talk, I wanna tell you about our show philosophy. It is about bringing people together. All the people that you've seen in this episode and the episode that we filmed Double Blind were all people that I met because of my passion for whiskey. And that's something that's important to me because I lost my brother to suicide in 2014. And in the aftermath of that, I came to the conclusion that if it were within my power, I should do something to get people connected to each other so that nobody has to feel the way that my brother did when he made that decision. And as I got deeper involved in the whiskey community, I started to see people from different walks of life that probably would not have interacted with one another become friends, have a positive conversation, get to know each other. And I saw the connected power of bourbon. And that's part of the reason why I started this channel. Also went through that, as I went through that process, I started to observe the darker side of social media. And especially in the whiskey enthusiast community, there's something that we call a whiskey troll. And they're terrible, miserable people. And their main objective is to make other people feel inferior, make them feel bad about themselves. They talk down to people. And they say hateful things to other people. And that taught me two things. One, I needed to start Bourbon Real Talk community and create a space where we kick those assholes out for the normal people like you and me to be able to go and interact with one another and have honest conversations and connect. But the second thing that it taught me was that if those people can show hate to you online, there's nothing that keeps me from loving you, even though I only know you online. And that's why I end every podcast the same way, and that's this. If you woke up this morning and you were unsure whether or not anyone loved you, just know that I love you.
And I'll see you next time on Bourbon Real Talk. Y'all ready for this? This is a day game. All right. A whiskey troll is a person who seeks negative attention and uses contrarian attitudes to derail civil discussion in online forums. They communicate in ways they never would face to face because they're keyboard warriors. Their only goal is to make other people feel inferior. Hey guys, I'm new here. I just got my first Blanton's. And trust me, you probably paid way too much. I don't care much about the Blanton's, but nice <laughs> There's no way that she didn't buy that at secondary, idiot. Oh, I know how you got that bottle. So, are you sick and tired of the whiskey trolls running your fun online? Well, that's why we started Bourbon Real Talk Community. Congratulations. Let me know what you think when you open it up. Hey, welcome to the group. Let me send you over a sample of Blanton's Gold and straight from the barrel. See how you like those. I remember back to my first bottle of Blanton's. It was the birthday to my son, and we enjoy it every year on his birthday. Congrats. So if you're looking to connect with some people online who aren't head over to facebook.com and join Bourbon Real Talk community today.